This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Steeler Hangover. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This is Tony Julius Defio. Are you an Anthony or are you just a Tony? You are an Anthony. Uh, I, I like Anthony better, but everybody calls me Tony, I guess, for uh, short. Sure, but my family calls me TJ, so I guess I'm three different things. TJ. But personality. <laughs> my gosh, I have so many nicknames, too. I've... Uh... I used to be BD. I was Bry. I was bad. I had a nickname in high school that I'm not going to tell you guys because you'll never let me uh, forget it. I used to be B Fox because my name on the radio when I'm um, out of college and when I was doing professional radio in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, I was Brian Fox, one of the cheesiest names of all time. Um, so that was, uh, so I've had so many nicknames for years. Everybody in college would just call me Fox. Or B Fox, and I'd be walking around like, yeah, that's, that's right, that's right. <laughs> and uh, now I just realized how cheesy I actually was. But <laughs> with that, you could just call me Bad or Brian Anthony Davis. No one actually calls me Brian. Oh, I do get called Brian Anthony. That's when I'm in trouble with my wife or my mom. So <laughs> I still get that every once in a while. Jerry Cherry is saying Brian Fox is cheesy. <laughs> It's so it's so it's so morning radio, right? I mean, that's uh, that's perfect. Well, wait a second, Jerry. Jerry's one of my all-time favorites. He does all of our music. He just has a new single out, I believe. Um, so check that out. But he does all of our music for our AM shows. But is Jerry Cherry your given name? I bet you it's not. If it is, it's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that is really awesome. If that's your real name, that is your parents are cool because <laughs> that's, yeah, that's awesome. Right. Yeah, I would, I would so no, you know, that name is not cheesy, Jerry. That is that's awesome. That is really cool, but definitely check out his music, it is fantastic. I check it out on YouTube all the time. Um, so definitely really good. He's been around us a long time, so let's get into it. 
And John Knox is asking who's Hayward and two its backups. So that's the first one we're going to get to. We're going to talk about the defensive line. And as we did last week, if you notice that the, the title was very similar to last week's title. Yeah. We're doing the defense this time around. I try to move it around a little bit. So on the defensive line, we know we've got a Lou. We've got Cam Hayward. We've got Stefan to but with the, with the depth on that line, you've got Worley, you've got bugs. You have my son, Carlos Davis. Um, is this is this a fixer upper? We're talking for twenty twenty one, or is this market ready? I think it's market ready with, with those starters. When they got a Lulu back, that that made everything so much better. I mean, he he was such an, a valuable piece for them last year for that defense. Such a surprising valuable piece after Hargrove left. Uh, or yeah, Hargrove, Hargrave. Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's market ready. You, you drafted Bugs and, and, and Davis in the seventh round each of the last two years. You signed Wormley. You know, that, that, that's your depth. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying those guys are any, uh, those three guys are, are, are going to be future superstars, but you know, I, I think, I think you're, you're okay there as far as 2021. You know what? I think it's ready, but here's, here's what makes me worry. It's ready for 2021. Is it ready for 2022? Maybe not. Maybe not. If, if uh, you can't hold on to a Lou Lou. Yeah, something like that. If he, if he retires or, or they have to move on from him or, or, or something, maybe not, but with all the other areas they have to address, I think, uh, I think, I think you can't make that a high priority for, for, for this draft. In my opinion, I would love to see a guy like uh, Jalen Twyman from Pitt being around in the sixth round. I don't think he would be, I really don't, but I would like to see them. They do this a lot. They look at guys in the sixth and seventh round at defensive mm-hmm. tackle. So that's something that that I would hope that they would do. Um, Eric Pereira says defensive tackle looks slim this year in the draft. Whatever happened to big Dan McCullers? He, I think he hooked on with another team and then he, uh, I don't think he stuck around. That's something we actually need, need to check, but I, I don't really think – I think you're absolutely correct. You know, the question is if they're market-ready for 2021, and they are. They are. The problem is one of those guys goes down, how much trouble are you in? Right. Look, Wormley's very valuable to this team. Wormley's another guy. We just talked about it. We talked about it with Avery Williamson. Wormley, he had a camp, but still – he was hurt a lot last year. I think he's a lot better than what you saw last year. And I think he's very valuable as a guy that could come in and fill in. So if somebody goes down, whether it's any of those three, Wormley's the guy to come in. And I think they're okay if somebody goes down, but there's not, I mean, I like bugs. I don't know if there's there's got to be a reason Carlos Davis was in there towards the end more. Um, remember, those two guys got on a fight on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Thaddeus right. says Carlos is quick for his size. He really is. And last year, we were talking about the Carlos Davis pick, and I made a, a bet with Lance Williams that Big, Big Dan McCullers was gone and Carlos Davis is going to have a spot. And a lot of people thought he was a practice squad guy. But he made this team. Yeah. So seventh round picks make it. And I'm doing a series right now that I don't know if you got a chance to check out on BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I'm right now, I'm getting ready to um, get number five, round, excuse me, fifth round picks out. But I'm doing the top 10 of fourth round picks, third round picks, second round picks. I'm not doing first round picks. And this is since 1969. I'm not ranking those guys. I'm getting a lot of flack for ranking Larry Foote over Ike Taylor when I was doing fourth-round picks. But the reason I'm using a lot of career um, AVs that they have in pro football reference, so I'm letting that help. I still move it around a lot. I want to bring up 4TL Music Group here. Calvin Taylor, man, he's a big man. I love this guy. He's one to watch. He's definitely a guy 
that could be there too. So I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. And I'm going to say that they are market ready. Somebody late and Andrew Wilbar is saying this too. And I, I love me the Mountaineers as well. Pens Nittany Lions first, Panthers second, tied with the Mountaineers. Those are my teams. Um, Darius Stills from West Virginia, if he falls to round six, he's got a similar profile to Twyman, says Andrew. The tape is fantastic. We talked about Andrew last week. He definitely knows what he's talking about. Oh, yeah. um, I like Darius Stills as well. So I think that would be a good pick too. I think you bring one of those guys in. I know getting a Lualu back means that you don't. I think they were going to look in the fourth round for a defensive tackle. Right. And I think uh, Twyman could have been one of those guys, but and I don't think Twy I don't think Twyman's dropping past the if he drops to the fifth round he's not going any further. I want to bring this up before I lose it. I don't want to lose this super chat. Man, Ryan O'Toole, he's our buddy, gives us five dollars. Thank you very much, Mister O'Toole. Thoughts on how the league is handling the Deshaun Watson allegations versus how they handled. The Big Ben allegations. Love the show. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, Ryan. Um, I haven't seen much about the from the NFL about this yet, exactly what they're going to do. I think it's still very early. I'm not sure how they're going to handle it. But one thing I'm going to say is 2010 is a far cry from 2021. Right. In a lot of ways. So... I really think that they might have handled the Ben Roethlisberger situation even tougher this time around. Yeah. Or maybe they would have realized that that uh, they didn't handle it tough enough. If you remember something about the Ben Roethlisberger situation, he missed four games. However, he was suspended for six. Right. But there was a caveat on there. He was suspended for six games and you could mark off one or two for good behavior. Right. And I, they've done that with other players. I think they did that with Martavis Bryant. And I don't think he got the benefit of the doubt on one of them, or maybe it was Le'Veon Bell. I'm really not sure. But what I'm saying here is it's probably hard to, it's probably hard to compare those two situations. We haven't, uh, the thing about the Ben Roethlisberger situation, there, uh, the police were involved, but charges were dropped. Right, and charges were dropped because the father found out more information, and and thought that it was a situation where the charges needed to be dropped. It had nothing to do with what a lot of people think, and I don't want to rehash all of that. Right, but what what I'm saying here. The Deshaun Watson thing, there's a lot of people coming out in this situation. I think they're up to 19 to 20 cases. Now, a, uh, a Houston, uh, I don't know whether he was a, uh, a radio host or whether he was a, uh, a writer for the Houston market, just lost his job for calling it a money grab. Look, if these allegations are out there, you have to look very seriously into this whole thing. Right, right. And, and you can't really speculate on anything. And that's a really easy thing for any of us to speculate, but we don't know. And I think there's a lot of people out there that like the situation that I just brought up with Ben Roethlisberger and the, uh, the young woman's father. Uh, there's a lot of people that are not going to press charges just to make money out of it. So I think that's something that uh, you've got to be very careful before you allege. Right. right. And I, uh, I don't know enough. The bottom line is we don't know enough about what, uh, what actually is happening here, but I will tell you this from what I'm understanding. And with all of this, the trade market for Deshaun Watson has died. Oh Yeah. It's it's very hard to trade for him right now, without when you don't know all the facts. No, yeah, so, you yeah, not right now. You couldn't you couldn't even 
risk bringing that guy into your organization because you i mean if 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 this is true then i mean this guy you know we don't know what 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 the facts are we might we might never know so i mean it's such there's so many unknowns as far as how, how they're handling it i mean for all we know he might be banned for life when it's all said and done so i mean we, we have to let the, the process play out as far as Ben, I mean, that's we knew we knew he was suspended for six games. We don't know how they're going to handle Deshaun Watson yet. They might they might kick him out of the league for all we know. The bottom line of the whole thing, and I'm going to be now, I'm going to be very blunt on this. The bottom line of the whole thing is it's a bad situation all around. And the reason it's a bad situation all around, if all of these all allegations are false, it's a it's a trap, it's a tragedy. Right. Right. If all of these allegations are true, it's an even bigger tragedy. Yeah. It is bad all the way around. And I hate that this is something that we have to talk about. Right. Uh, so I I hope that there's a resolution soon. Not, And it has nothing to do with football. It has everything to do with humanity. And yeah. that's all I can say. Right. And, and, and if, it, if, if these are true, then it's going to follow these women around the rest of their, it's going to haunt them the rest of their lives. And if it isn't true, it's going to follow Deshaun Watson around the rest of his life. Whether, you know, look at Ben, people are still, they, they, they think that he, he did these things. I, I have a lot of female friends who, who can't stand him and, and he was never even uh, charged. So either way, as you said, it, it, it's a tragedy for who, if, if it's, if it's true or not true, it, it's going to be a tragedy for somebody and it's going to follow them around for the rest of their lives. All right. The reason I'm smiling and I'm I, while you're saying that, I do apologize. I'm smiling because, you know, I I do not multitask well, and I'm laughing at Monka S. and I'm I'm laughing at Dallas Quinley as well. And here's here's the problem: when it comes to live chat now, now that we've added Facebook, if you're on Facebook, you can only see what Facebook says. When you're on watching on youtube you can only see what the people on youtube are saying in the live chat so i just want to let everybody know that um monka s brian give a shout out to duck hodges this followed three more messages earlier that just said give a shout out to duck, Ho duck hodges um, <laughs> and then dallas I mean, we asked us to block Monka. <laughs> we're not right. gonna. We're not gonna block Monka. Doc Hodges is a Los Angeles Ram. I hope he does well. I would love to see that guy be a superstar. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I hope he does. I love. I love Doc Hodges and Monka. I have a Doc Hodges jersey hanging up over there, so right. I'll just let you know that. So I will give that shout out. But you're going to ask me every week for a shout out. And this is the last one. <laughs> Either if he does become a superstar, then then you're, you're he's going to probably uh, look for you and, and, and make you his number one fan, because uh, that's a lot of faith to have in having Duck Hodges right now. So, uh, that's really funny. So um, here we go. So, uh, you know, that, that was, we were talking about something very, you know, it was very, uh, it's very trying. So let's get back to a little bit of fun now too. Um, let's get back from that heavy subject, but you know, that's something that we can't ignore. We've got to, we've got to talk about those things and, uh, thank you for bringing that up, Ryan. Um, so <laughs> now we've got Sherry. Sherry's quacking now. <laughs> wow, forgot about that. I think we we we, all, we met at the height of the uh, of Duck Mania that Sunday night game against the Bills. Me, you, and Dave, when everybody was walking around with the with the duck hats on, and yeah, we, that was the very height of the, of the the Duck Mania. That's when we all still believed that that they could really do something special that year, and it really was a special year when you think about it. But it didn't end as quite as we hoped it would. You know what we're getting way off the subject, but I want to answer some questions here real quick. And just because I am going to lose these if I don't. So I'm just going to answer these in rapid fire. Snowman asks, why is your draft on a Monday? It's because last year we were looking for, or two years ago, we were looking for content and we did our very first draft where it was Dave Schofield, Tony and I, we did it on blog talk radio. The reception was horrible. It sounded like garbage. You could actually go back and listen to it. 
You can go into iTunes and find that from April of 2019. Don't waste your time. It was awful. But I'll take the I'll take the download. I'll definitely take the download. So do that. I, yeah, I, go check that show out. And it wasn't awful because of me. It wasn't awful because of the com the content. It was awful because of the sound. And one of and what a lot of people don't realize is one of the reasons that we're on YouTube to have a better sound platform. Yeah. And we have a great, uh, just a fantastic sound platform. So that's uh, that's why we do it on. Draft Monday, we be- it has become a hangover tradition, is what it's what it's been. So the reason we do our draft is because nobody else wanted to do it, and so it's become our thing. So that's why we're doing it on a Monday. Um, Joe Lewis says, "R.I.P. D.M.X. Gone at the age of fifty, um, an absolute legend in the music business. Um, just a shame." Asiatic yeah. Noble asks about ryan switzer's son uh yes so last week it came out uh, right around this time last week where uh, or maybe it was two weeks ago but it had come out that surgery was great he was out of the woods and they were looking at a very good future as far as everything being taken care of then the next day there was a picture with uh, the Switzers and young Christian at the aquarium and enjoying the day out. So um, prayers have been answered there. Thank you for asking. Um, That's, that's definitely great news there. Um, Josh Parker was at that game as well that we were at. Yeah, man, the ride home was awful. (laughs) It snowed, which was really bad. It took us forever to get home, but the uh, the reason it was awful is because of the fumble and the wildcat on the goal line, and Dave Schofield was mad the whole way home. <laughs> I didn't a... I didn't blame him. I agreed with him, but that's, <laughs> we talked about that the entire ride home. Um, Monco wants us to talk about Coastal Carolina sophomore quarterback Grayson McCall, future Steelers quarterback. I know nothing about him, but I will definitely look him up. Um, Snowman's asking for any news on Tunch Elkin. Um, have not heard of anything with Tunch. Um, I don't know if he is, uh, they don't do the locker room. They don't do their show in usually in the off season. So I don't know. Um, gosh, prayers for one of my all time favorites. Uh, just you, you forget about how great he was on the field. He is an even greater man. Um, number 62, Tunch Elkin. So uh, we will continue to pray with him as he pray for him as he's afflicted with ALS. Um, will bad be kicking field goals this year? Says Dallas. No, that's uh, that's Dave Schofield. He's he's the kicker. Right. He's a resident I'm, kicker. I'm a fullback. I'm a fullback that could catch the ball out of the backfield. So, <laughs> there you go. Personal. That, yeah. So there you go. Um, you don't need to pay Derek Watt all that money. You could pay me a fraction of that, and uh, you could just pay me a million a year, and and you'll have me for five. There so, uh, <laughs> and, and I'm 49. So, but I could be your fullback. So let's go ahead and uh, let's talk more about uh, the Steelers market ready, or are they fixer uppers? And we're going to have to go a little quicker with this. We talked about the whole Avery Williamson thing. And I think this changes everything, Tony, because now you have on one side, you have, you've got hopefully a healthy Devin Bush and you've got Robert Spillane battling with possibly, it looks like it's, it looks like it's going to happen. Avery Williamson, who are very good. Both of them are very good at stopping the run on that other side in Vince Williams's old role. Now you've got one of them backing up. You definitely have Marcus Allen, mm-hmm. maybe UG3. Um, he's still around. What do you think? If, if this is true, and I have no reason to believe that it isn't based on the, on the uh, social media activity, then I think it, it changes everything, as you said. I mean, if, if Spillane wins the job, then, then you, you have a great 
back up in, in Williamson. And if Williamson wins the job, then I think Spillane showed a lot last year that he could at least be a, a competent uh, backup. So I think you're okay with depth. And as you said, you have Marcus Allen, who who's basically a linebacker now. You have, you have the general who hopefully uh, can stay healthy this year. Maybe, maybe he can, can uh, reach his potential this year. So, yeah, I think, I think you're fine there as far as uh, it's market ready. Um, one thing I'm going to say about the whole thing is it basically says right now, this shows me that you can go ahead and take Zayvon Collins off of the list for a first round pick. Right. Because I mean, he would still be amazing. I I would love him, but I would think that you know they're not going to take inside linebacker off the draft list. But now it's going to be you're going to be looking more towards the third and fourth round. Mm-hmm. Um, guys like uh, McGrone out of Michigan and Chas Surratt out of out of North Carolina that could be had in the fourth round, maybe in the third round, but. That's probably where you're looking for an inside linebacker now, and you're not looking for them at number one. And Dallas Quinley asks, should we draft Hayden's replacement? We'll talk about that a little bit more. But that now inside linebacker for me moves down the list when you need to address running back, you need to address cornerback, not quarter, corner. And you need to, you definitely need to draft the um, address and draft offensive line, namely a tackle and a center. So that's something that they need to look at a little bit more. So you kind of move inside linebacker down the list now. But yes, they are market ready. That helps that defense a lot. That is not a big, sexy signing, but that is just a smart signing, Tony. And I, I really think. The Steelers, we always talk about them being a piece of the puzzle team. That's a very important piece of the puzzle. That's a, you, you know what that is? That's a piece of, you have a nice mountain lake scene in the puzzle. And mm-hmm. that's either a tree piece or it's a, a clear blue sky piece or it's right. it's a water piece. It's not one that's going to stick out just saying, oh, we know where right. this one goes. Right. This is this is one that you gotta have it to complete the puzzle, and it's not good without it. But it's a, it's one of those pieces that you're not grabbing first. But if you don't have that piece, oh yeah, you have no puzzle. Right. We we t- we've talked about how depth is going to be an issue at so many different positions. Well, there's one that if if if, it, if he's signed here, then that takes care of. Uh, concerned about at least depth at the very least at the inside linebacker. So I see something here and <laughs> Dallas says, yes, the Steelers are a puzzling team. Sean Manahan asked, can we just draft the water boy, Bobby Boucher? Now, if you go back, I'm probably not going to do it this year. Cause I don't want to, I, I don't want to just uh, make the joke old, but last year when I did my final mock draft, I did an alternate mock draft last year and I, I picked all movie characters at different positions. So I don't, I don't think I drafted Bobby Boucher. I think the uh, Charles Jefferson was my big defensive draft pick from fast times with Ridgemont high, uh, but played by the incomparable Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> but I think my number one pick last year was uh, Rod Tidwell from uh, Arizona oh, State and the uh, and Jerry Maguire. So if you want to go look on BTSC from right before the draft last year, I have that up there. It's it's actually re- really funny. Um, I I even you're a big. I know you're a huge Hawaii Five O guy, Tony. I am. I drafted Scott Kahn, who played Tweeter at wide yeah. receiver number eighty two. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Hartman's favorite movie, by the way, he loves varsity blues, one of his favorite sports movies. Um, so I drafted him as well and you'll have to, I, I know Booby miles. I drafted him out of, uh, out of Friday night lights. I could probably do a whole different one this year. Maybe I will. So there you go. Um, Asiatic Noble says, what about Thaddeus Moss? Thaddeus oh. Moss is now a, uh, 
a Cincinnati Bengal, the uh, Randy Moss's son, I guess the Washington football team let him go and they picked him up. So let's, let's uh, move on outside linebackers. That one's a bit trickier because uh, obviously TJ, Watt, you're set there, of course. And, and there's a lot to be excited about with, when it comes to Alex Highsmith, but then the depth, you know, that's, that's going to be an issue. So, I think it might be a fixed record just because of depth. I think it's an area you might have to address, maybe not in the first three rounds, but certainly uh, the fourth round at least. I think maybe you have to uh, think about bringing somebody in. You know what, Tony? You do. You. I don't care if it's a free agent. The depth just isn't there, and we sh- we saw what depth depth does. You know, it's good that you're bringing Cassius Marsh back. Um but you still don't know many about. pieces yeah. pieces to to fill in there they've got to do so, i mean you've got to add and it's the starters are market ready but the unit and we're talking about units and it's not it's not there it's not market ready yet because that's where they lack we're going to go to safety next and it looks like they are picking up um, because of a celebration on social media last week. It seems that they are picking up Terrell Edmonds, fifth-year option. You've got some depth behind there. I mean, it's not great, but it's there. Minka, of course, you know they're picking up his option, fifth-year option. I think he's going to be a stealer for a long, long time. So oh, yeah. I'm going to say that they're market ready going into this year. Uh, there's now Matty Peverell loves James Wiggins out of Cincinnati. If you could get him in the fourth round, it looks like they possibly can. If you get a safety in the draft, which, I mean, you could look towards the future. This guy could be fantastic. This draft's going to be so neat this year because you've got a lot of question marks because of COVID with people taking a year off. Right. He didn't play last year, and a lot of people are draft uh, dropping. So that's why this is such a deep draft. Because really, it th- what's funny about the whole thing is why it is such a deeper draft. When you had all these players taking time off, some of them dropped and some of them didn't. The kid from Penn State, Micah Parsons, did not drop. Mm-hmm. You know, but he took the whole year off. Right. But because you have all these players taking time off, there's more starters. So now not only do you have the people that were starting that weren't going to get a chance to start, that you got you got to find out that they're really good players and now they've got now they can be drafted. Mm-hmm. You have the players coming back. So it's a bigger bigger uh pull right now. You have so many, so that's why it's such a deep draft. So that's what makes everything really interesting here. But I, th- I agree with you. I think safety, they're ready to go as far as being market ready. Is that what you said? I didn't answer that one, but I agree with you. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, we were talking about a linebacker before, but yeah, yeah, I, I think they're ready to go. I mean, the depth might be a concern because Miles Killebrew, he was ma- mainly a special teams guy in Detroit. He really hasn't, he, he had zero defensive snaps two or the last three years. So that might be a concern. And Sean Davis left, uh, signed with the Colts. So you don't have any proven depth, but. Marcus Allen, you know, is a safety as well as a line, linebacker. So, I mean, you know, there might they might be able to get creative there. And, and Kem Sutton can play a little safety when he has to. So, and you've you got Brooks, like Bird that's says. right, Antoine Brooks. That's right, that's right. The uh, I forgot all about him, the sixth round pick from Maryland last year. Yeah. So, you know, there are there is some there is some depth there. So now let's go ahead and look at the final piece of the puzzle. And gosh, we're saying that a lot are market ready. We said that the outside linebackers are not. What about the corner position? Ooh, I'm going to say I'm going to say it, it, it's a fixer upper because uh, you know uh, Justin Lane and Saint and Saint Pierre, uh, James Pierre are are just so unknown at this point. And yeah, Sutton can move on, move to the outside. You know when when you're in, when you're not in. Uh, like when you're in a base defense, but, but, but what happens when, when he has to move inside this back inside the slot, uh, are those two guys ready to, I know, I know a lot of people love Pierre, but again, they're so unproven. So 
it wouldn't shock me if they used a premium pick on a cornerback. I think they have to. I think that is a lot. You no, know, a lot of people are going to say, I'm going to, we were joking about this beforehand. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to go crazy if they draft a cornerback. I'm going to draft, go crazy if they draft an offensive lineman or a running back <laughs> in the first line. Not an offensive lineman, right. a uh, inside linebacker or a running back in the first round. There's a lot of people that are going to get really upset about that. But you got to trust what they do. Now, the first thing that everybody says, and I'm not even looking at the live, live chat, but I know it's coming. The Steelers do not draft cornerbacks well. Dallas just said, don't trust it. Here's the thing. And sorry, I didn't mean to jump on you. Oh, no, it's okay. You know why they can't get guys like Jalen Ramsey? Say it, man. Say it. They're, they're, I mean, they're picking in the 20s every single time. Exactly. Artie Burns was a mistake. Right. They went away from their entire philosophy when they got Artie Burns. They panicked, and they don't and normally they do that, but right. they panicked. Artie Burns was the sixth guy on the board. Where they where they didn't do due diligence is look further. Right. Because 11 picks later, Xavier Howard goes. Xavier Howard had, what, 10, 11 picks last year mm -hmm. for the Miami Dolphins? He goes in the second round. He was considered the third best defensive player last year as far as the defensive player of the year voting went. It went Aaron Donald, TJ Watt, and then Xavier Howard. They made a mistake. They picked the sixth best, and they were drafting for position. When right. William Jackson III went, that was the guy they were going to get. And I don't even think that William Jackson is a lot better. He was stable. He was good. He's not blockbuster. Now he's no. in Washington. Right. It would have been a lot better, but you're not going to get in the first round. You're not going to get a great corner picking in the twenties. You could, but it's very hard to do. Caleb Farley. If he drops, he's going to drop because of some injury concerns. He's really good, but there are some guys out there that they can get. Now, when we say you can't draft a corner, you're going to bring up other guys that stunk. But everybody makes fun of me for this, and I continue to say this. We don't know if Senquez Golson was a good cornerback or not. Right. He had 10 interceptions his senior year at Mississippi. Right. His last season in Mississippi. He was supposed to be – he would shut down guys like Sammy Coates – who was one of the big receivers at Auburn that year in the SEC. He shut down a lot of receivers. He never made the field because he was hurt. He never played in a preseason game. He barely, he barely practiced in the training camp. Was he a bust? He never had a chance to be a bust. Right. The pick ended up being a bad pick because you never got him on the field. Right. Just like we were talking about this yesterday on Tales from 2 a.m., Gabe Rivera, number one pick in 1983, still should have been, still should have been Dan Marino. I get that. But Gabe Rivera, they thought he was the next Joe Green. He had three and a half sacks in six games before right. he drove into a wall. He was driving drunk, become, became a quadriplegic, and then died just a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. But Senor Sack, Gabe Rivera, was fantastic and mm -hmm. could have been a hall of famer right we just never found out so when you call that pick a bust you can't you can't predict the future maybe with injuries like a senquez golson you could possibly predict the future but you can't it's right. so it's so hard to know because he passed through everything he passed i mean he was okay so we never know if he was a bust. He ended up being the wrong pick right. and not a good pick. But he could have been very good if he made the field. So 
he's not a guy like Artie Burns that just did not perform on the field. Right. It's, it's, it's go ahead. No, it's funny. It's people were ready to fight me online for, for criticizing Colson back then because he, I thought he was maybe, is he too small? Why did he draft him in the second round? He could have been third or fourth. And yet, uh, you know, Terrell Edmonds, people are still upset about that pick and he started 43 games. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. We will we'll never know about, about Colson. He, he, he could have been the real deal. He could have been a slot corner for the next five, 10 years if he, if he would have stayed healthy. But to their credit, they found and developed Mike Hilton. And he, you know, so. Who he, played he, with Sinquez Golson. Right. Ole Miss. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's, here's the other thing, too. My buddy, one of my best friends in the world, he is, you know, me, I'm a glasses three-quarters full guy. And he's a glass almost empty guy. <laughs> and when it comes to the Steelers. But I, I love the guy. So we got in this argument on text, on a three-way text just two weeks ago. And he's like, name anybody that's got second contracts with the Steelers at corner. You can't. I'm like, well, you can. You can say Keenan Lewis. He got a second contract, not with the Steelers, but he got a second contract, a very good contract with the Saints. Right. William Gay played very well. William Gay shares the record with Rod Woodson for pick sixes right on the team. There have been busts. Cortez Allen got a second contract, then, then fell apart. Right. But he was good enough to get a second contract. Right. Uh, I mentioned William Gay. Cam Sutton just got a second contract. One of the reasons we don't know a lot about Cam Sutton right now is because you had Steven Nelson and Joe Hayden. Joe right. Hayden's not going to be around forever. Steven Nelson's gone. He was going to be, I think they read the writing on the wall with Steven Nelson when he came out and said, I didn't get the contract. I mean, they didn't like me as much as I overplayed my contract is what he said. I outplayed right. it. Right. So he was asking for big money next year. They decided that, you know, okay, he's not sticking around. He's not going to. He's going to want the big deal that we might not be able to give him. They made a business decision. I don't blame the Steelers. I don't blame Steven Nelson. Steven Nelson thinks he's worth it. He needs to speak up. Right. The Steelers say, hey, we just can't do that. So we'll try to trade you. If not, they go ahead and put him out there. What it's team is business. Steven Nelson on though right now? Right. Yeah, well, with salary cap. Everybody's uh, hurting for for room, so it's a bad year to to I guess be a free agent. But you know, uh, look look at look at how how they had to build their secondary. As you said, those guys. Uh, if you're drafting in the twenties all the time, you're not going to be able to find guys. Like Joe Hayden was a, a former top ten pick. They had to, they had to sign him after he was uh, cut by the Browns, and they went out and signed Minka, who was basically a top five talent. You know, they went up and, and, and traded for Troy Polamalu uh, to, to get him. Those those really uh, blue chip secondary defensive backs, they don't last into the 20s. They get picked by the first half of the first round. So, you know. I, don't, I didn't want to lose Steven Nelson. I definitely didn't. But I got to tell you, they're not as bad as you think they are at drafting some of these guys. So can they? I mean, the track record, no. The track record is not amazing, but it's not as bad as we think either. Right. But if you look at the right guy and you, you bring the right guy in, you can draft. I mean, you're not going to stop drafting corners. Right. You've got, you've got a, a couple guys out there in the second round that you can look at. There's a guy in the fourth round, Rodarius Williams from Oklahoma State. You've got Asante Samuel Jr. You've got, what if Caleb Farley falls right you, i mean you there's some players out there there's a kid named taylor that i like there's there's some guys out there somebody people draft corners but you got to realize they're looking other places too they're looking at other positions and they look at some things and they're like all right we could draft the corner in the fourth round and you know it's like quarterback Quarterback and corner, you need to draft in the first round, draft it high in the first round to be good. 
you really don't want a quarterback at number 24. You really don't like a corner at number four. You have to, I think, to get a great corner or a great quarterback, you need to be drafted in the top 10. The right. problem is to draft in the top 10, you got to suck. Right. <laughs> and to draft in the top 10, to trade in the top 10, you what you've got to do is you've got to trade a player. You're not good if you're having to trade a player that you're getting rid of to go ahead and get in the top 10. So it's very rare that the Steelers are going to trade a guy to get into the top 10. So they're going to have to do what they did with Devin Bush and trade a number one pick or excuse me, trade a, uh, yeah, a number one pick. They're going to have to do some, actually they did not do that with Devin Bush. They traded a number two and a three, Um, but they're going to have to trade something. It's really funny. You and I talked on the retro show a week ago. The Buffalo Bills had the number one pick in the 1979 draft. Why did they have the number one pick? They traded a player that was 11 years in the league, OJ Simpson, to the 49ers for the number one overall pick the next year. Yeah, right. And that would never happen today. Absolutely not. My gosh, Bettis went for a two and a four. Right. It was a yeah. different world back then. Different the, the, the running backs were, were much more valuable than they are. <laughs> but if he wasn't OJ Simpson, there was no way that you know it, it was just uh, you would never do that today. But before I got into that entire rant, the bottom line to everything is they've got to address the cornerback position very soon. They're going to have to dra- address it in the top four picks in the draft and it's still dangerous because right. there it's still dangerous to go with a, a three or a four they're out there but you gotta get you gotta get the right guy you gotta do your due diligence you gotta get lucky right. i still think a corner the best corners uh, not saying you can't but the best corners you're gonna find are in that top 10 right. but it's not impossible i'm just saying but they are not market ready there in fact, something. I mean, can Hayden go sixteen games? Yeah, there, there's a good. That's a good. He's always he, he has his problems with injuries every year, so he has a, he misses a couple games every season. Yeah. Um. Brian Brown is a big Virginia Tech fan, and he's like Caleb Farley. He's okay if the Steelers are going to draft a Hokie, it should be offensive tackle. Brian Brown, let me tell you something. You are absolutely correct. Ah. If Christian Derisaw drops, Woo. yeah, you grab him. That's that's it. You grab that's David DeCastro right there. That's, yeah, that's really, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're talking about. We ran a little long. Um, thank you. We defense is in pretty good shape. Need to need to make some tweaks, but it's in pretty good shape. So I like where they're going. They do it right on draft day. If you haven't had a chance, listen to Dave Schofield's Stat Geek last week on how well the Steelers do draft overall since 2000. It'll be, it's a very interesting listen. So check that out. We have about, I think I got about four or five. Um, we got about two, and then I got about four or five emails during the show. So I think we need about, let's say, six or seven more. So please go ahead. At BTSC BAD on Twitter or St. Myron at gmail.com. Please get a hold of me. Get your reservations. The quicker we get the reservations, the quicker we are able to go ahead and do the draft selection. We could do that. And my goal is hopefully we can go ahead. I said we we're going to do them before our draft next week. That's a little too much. So, what we'll try to do. We'll try to do it next Sunday morning. We're going to have them all in. Hopefully, we're going to have our draft lottery on the Steelers' Tales from 2 a.m. Tony, you're welcome to join us if you want. I know I just threw this out at you. <laughs> just, all right. Um, Donald Nolan, yeah, you are on the list. I believe I mentioned your name earlier, and yes, you are. So uh, I did get it. And I got about, I got another one about five minutes ago. 
So uh, we are filling things up. Looks like I got five or six during this whole thing. I know you wrote two down. So we're almost there. So, but if you're listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday, try to get in. We are going to have reserve spots too. We are not going to leave you hanging, but in two weeks we're doing the show. It's so much fun. I can't oh, yeah. wait to do it with all of you. Tony, thanks so much. Thank you. It was a fun spirited show. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I did one of my bad rants and I haven't done one of those in a long time. Um, and I'm not saying I'm right. It's just comes from a place of passion. So for Tony Defio, my name is Brian Anthony Davis. Just when you think you've got all of the answers. We keep changing the questions. Good night, my friends. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now, the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.